0: Hello. Welcome to the Gospel Everyday podcast, following along with the Mariners Church annual read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I am Inez Franklin, your host for today. Today's reading is from Proverbs 12, verse 27, and 13, verse 23. The lazy do not roast any game, but the diligent feed on the riches of the hunt. An unplowed field produces food for the poor, but injustice sweeps it away. The Keller's combine two proverbs today to form an interesting contrast to make a point that the Christian way is neither lazy nor self-serving. According to one of my commentaries, more than half of the 75 sayings on wealth and poverty in the Proverbs are about work-related matters, and 17 of them are devoted to the issue of diligence versus laziness. Some believe that laziness is the reason for poverty, which in most cases is actually not the reason for it. We all know that laziness can occur at any point, whether in poverty or wealth. So the proverb is directed to all of us. Poor habits can destroy a person's livelihood. Now, the Hebrew word for laziness here, remiyah, is used 14 times in the Proverbs, but only once outside of the Proverbs. Isn't that interesting? And Proverbs twelve twenty-seven, hints that for the lazy, even the work of hunting and roasting game is beneath them. The Proverbs are constantly comparing a lazy person with a diligent person. And here's some notes from one of my commentaries that I thought you might find interesting. The work it refers to is that of, of course, hunting game, animals hunted for food. And hunting takes planning and patience and skill and a great deal of effort. The point of this proverb is that the lazy will starve physically amid an abundant food. By contrast, the diligent person takes advantage of God's benevolent, common grace and roasts the game secured by the hunt. Now, with that as our backdrop, let's look at Proverbs 13.23, which has a different emphasis. This proverb hints that even from an unplowed field, the poor can get some provision. Now, an unplowed ground, an uncultivated ground, in Hebrew, near, refers to a land that could be productive, but for whatever reason it has not been broken up, plowed, or prepared for planting. Typically, an unplowed field produces nothing. It's unused and unusable. For a field to produce a crop, the soil hardness must be broken up, larger rocks must be dislodged, and thorns must be gathered and burned up. However, an unplowed field is full of potential ready to produce whatever human hands can make of it, provided it's worked upon. It can produce a consistent yield for a lifetime. Misusing a land can cause immeasurable damage and stifle its potential. The proverb today reminds us that we all have a potential to do good, to create good fruit from whatever the Lord has given us, or we can mishandle it and therefore act out of a great injustice. For the potential that we do not use is the very harvest that could be a lifesaver to another person. These true proverbs put together remind us that to misuse the wealth, the possessions, the gifts that God is giving us is to squander those gifts and to leave the field unplowed, to destroy the potential that that gift that God has given us can produce to help those in need. Our unplowed, uncultivated potential will produce nothing good, nothing that can sustain or encourage or support another person. That's an injustice, for it leaves others behind, injured and suffering. Which is why the Kellers point out to us, let me read this from the book, that the Christian community should model to the world a society in which wealth and possessions are seen as tools for serving others and not as a means of personal advancement and fulfillment. Boom. What can your unplowed field produce? In what way are you not maximizing, working, or cultivating what God has given you? Those are the questions that I'm asking myself today. I'm reminded that I have a tendency to not plow the field that God has given me. Years ago, I went to Peru on the first time, and I was traveling with a missionary that's lived there for many years, And he was doing all the translating. I grew up speaking Spanish, but I had stopped speaking Spanish many years before. But he had a meeting to go to, so he asked me to translate. And I said, no, 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 I I can't translate. I don't speak English anymore. I mean, this is what I had to do to learn English and get rid of most of my accent. I, I, I can't. And he said, well, if you don't, people will not understand each other. Now, we were traveling and delivering wheelchairs to those in need and we were traveling with the governor of the particular town and of course I tried to be stubborn and not do it so the first conversation that took place people were trying to figure them each other out and understand each other and struggle and I realized they're struggling more than I would if I just used a little bit of Spanish that I have and so I started translating and that governor was using some pretty big words that I did not know how to say in English but you know I tried And sure enough, as God unearthed this gift that he had given me, the ability to speak a second language, and that got cultivated. And today I speak more Spanish than ever. I actually now have learned to preach in Spanish, and I think others have been blessed by it. So little did I know. I I had this part of my giftings that I had left unplowed. So I know that's a tendency I have, so I want to pray for me, I want to pray for you, that we would look upon our lives and all the gifts that we have, our resources, our talents, our treasures, and we would cultivate whatever that is with the help of God for it to help others and bless others. Lord, thank you for the gifts that you give us, for the way you've created us. Thank you, O Lord, that today these two proverbs remind us, not to be lazy, but to cultivate, cultivate those very things you've already given us so they would multiply your blessings onto a much, much needing world. Thank you for the opportunity and the privilege to serve you, God. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember,